Hello, hello, Jamar Shad here coming to you from Frederick, Maryland, and I'm here with episode one of the Valor Lives interview series. And I'm so proud for this moment today because today I got my good friend, Danny Farrar. And for those of you that do not know, he is the reason why I'm doing this interview. I asked him, hey man, can I interview, interview you, ask you some questions because I respect you. And of course he said yes because that's what successful people do. And then I got this idea, why don't I put this nationwide? So there's three things that we do at the Valor Lives interview series. Number one, we interview people, but here's why. Because you deserve to have your story heard because you're a hero in our community. And number two, people deserve to hear your story. And then number three, I want people from all across the country to see this video and say, wait a minute, this guy, he's just interviewing people in his community with a camera phone. No lights, no nothing fancy. I could do that. So with that being said, this is raw and uncut. You know, no editing. If I mess up, if you mess up, it's just fine. We're still going to do it in one take. And the goal is to always have it under 10 minutes. But because you're my first person ever, if it goes over, over 10 minutes, that's fine too. So, number one, what is your why? Why are we here in Soldier Fit, Platoon, Platoon 22, why? At the core of it, it's to revitalize the American dream. And we look to do that by really three parts. The first part is uh, civic engagement. Patriotism starts in the community. The community starts with you and me. It's not the government's fault. It's our fault. We have to take action individually. Two, humility. We live in a selfie-based gener uh, generation now, a selfie-based society where all the onus is, look at my face, look at me, look at how important I am. And that does nothing to breed teamwork. So if we can put humility back in the forefront, then we're going to be making good uh, strides towards that progress. And third is just unyielding optimism. Most people, myself included, I was unsuccessful for so long because I was a giant pessimist. Everything was someone else's fault. Everything was messed up. Everything was screwed up. When I started to take onus of my own responsibility and realize that, listen, and let me, let me say this. This is a scary part about it, right? Saying it's your fault is scary to so many people because then they have to take the blame, especially if you bottomed out. But once you start to take the blame and you realize that it's no one else's fault, if I say it's your fault that I'm where I'm at, I can't fix that mm -hmm. because it's on you. Right. But if I say it's my fault, my decisions that led me to where I'm at, well, that's actually an extremely empowering thing because if I got myself into this, then I can get myself out of it. Okay, perfect. Because when you blame, you lose control, right? Yeah. And we could probably get your face a little bit sure. more of it. All right. So what has been the proudest moment of your career? Pooh. Uh... If I had to narrow it down to just uh, one thing, um, you know, we won a ton of awards. Uh, but uh, our favorite award, me and my business partner Dave Posen, was when we won. It was given to us by the members and by the uh, cadre, which would be our staff, uh, the best place to work, better place to grow. Okay. What has been the lowest moment of your career? Probably when I, uh, probably before I even realized I had a career, um, when I was trying to pitch the idea of what we wanted to do and or where we were going, and you know, people literally laughed in our face and said that you know it wouldn't work. I mean, I literally had a guy laugh in my face and walk off. So I would, I would have to say that's where it bottomed. Now, do you do you still know how to keep in contact with that guy? Like, has he seen your success? You know, a little shot back at him. I, I'm sure he has seen the success. One of the things that I strive um, not to do. I think a lot of people do it, uh, and I guess different folks are motivated differently. I try not to focus on the haters, mm -hmm. uh, because the truth of the matter is, the haters really are the minority uh, right. in anybody's life. 
Um, it, it, we focus all on them, but we, we ignore all the people that love us and believe in us. You know, it's like, it's like uh, I think Muhammad Ali said it, I could be wrong, but he said it's not the mountain that gets you, it's the pebble in the shoe. Um, you know, you, you just got to kind of stop focusing on that one thing that rubs you raw and focus on the objective at hand. Okay. Um, here's a really good one. How do you create team culture? It seems that everybody who's here loves to work here. Do you hire them knowing they're going to love to work here, or do you breathe that into them once they walk through the door, either for your for the, um, your troops or your, what's the other one? Cadre. 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 Um, that is, you know, a lot of people want that to be a simple answer, but it's really not. Um, it's a couple different things. One, if you're a business, if you can somehow turn your clientele into employees, then that's a that's an awesome place to start because they're already purchasing it, they already believe in it, if, and they've already found success with it. They're going to be your best ambassadors. Um, they're going to be the people that buy into it the most. Uh, so you really don't have to convince anybody of anything on that one. So that's one of the first things we did. We've only hired outside of the company six times, and only two of those times have been for trainers. Um, so really starting with the grassroots, we call it farming our own. Um, you know, we really try to bring people up that really embrace it into the uh, staff side of things. The other part is I don't believe in an MVP, uh, myself included. You, you have to lead from the understanding that no matter what happens, at some point in time, every relationship will end. Mm -hmm. You need to know that from the beginning. Right. That doesn't mean it's going to end bad. That doesn't mean that uh, you can't uh, be friends after it ends. But I know that somewhere down the line, my tenure with Soldier Fit will end. I know that. Whether it be we end up ever selling the company, if that were to ever happen, or if I die, mm -hmm. my tenure will come to an end. So making sure that we have people that can, can take what we've done here, and then run with it past us. That's how you have success long term. Okay. Um, where do you want to be in five years? Huh. Oh, man. Um, you know, I'd like to see us at least, you know, 30, 40 soldier fits by that point in time. Um, you know, I'll probably be living in Texas. Um, and I'd like to see us, uh, you know, really... Have, have made a significant impact on the consciousness of the average American. I'd like to see us get back to the notion of a lot of things that used to, you know, I hate to use the term make us great again because I think, personally, I think Trump has just, has, oh, has hijacked that and I, it is a great saying. I do think there are things that need to happen to make it great again. And while, I'm, you know, obviously this isn't a political thing, I don't think making us more divided is, is the answer to that. Mm -hmm. I think what makes us great again, again, is, is getting away from the, the selfie, the, the egocentrics that have kind of started to rise in, here in this country. Um, because by far and large, it happens because we have nothing that we truly fear. You know, we're not, the average American that's here today, they know where they're going to get their food, they know they're going to have their power, the lights are going to turn on. And yes, there are people in our society that are suffering worse and, and have more issues, but the truth of the matter is if the biggest talk of the town is your sports teams and the Cardassians, mm -hmm. you're not really worried about a lot. Right. Um, and that's led us to kind of be, and that's a good thing, but on the flip side, we've kind of started to focus on superficial things. And once you start to put superficial things as the precipice of where you need to be, that's when we stop looking at what, it, what really helps us it's kept us alive as a species, which is teamwork. Okay.
do you how do you balance work and family time? I uh, you know Vince Lombardi once said that uh, once you and your family understand the sacrifices that it's going to take to be able to um, achieve your goal, then it's possible. You know, one of the things I learned from my first marriage is never marry anybody with less ambition. Than you. Mm-hmm. you know, it's never, it's, they're not going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people go into these whole, these marriage concepts that, oh, you know, when one gets married, they'll get better or it'll change. It's not. The person is the person that they are. And that doesn't make them bad. It just makes them not a good fit for you. Right. And so for, for this second go-round, you know, I really have found somebody that works as hard as I do, um, is driven as much as I am, as passionate as much as I am. Um, and she's a, a, a huge part of it. She plays an integral role in it, uh, in the business. So that helps tremendously. If, if she was sitting at home and didn't want no part of the business and didn't want to come to any of the events and didn't want no part of the, you know, the civic engagement stuff that we do and wouldn't help in the community, we probably wouldn't be able to stay married. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. Right. So it really does balance in both of those have to come, has to come from choosing the right spouse. Now we're coming up on nine minutes, so we're going to do only a few more questions. What audio book or book are you currently reading? Uh, you know, I actually just finished two. I haven't had a chance to jump on my next one, but I highly recommend Start With Why and Leaders Eat Last. Okay. And I tell you, Start With Why, that's where all this came from. Because it's funny, my mentor recommended Start With Why about six months ago. And because I'm so used to hearing him, I yeah. kind of ignored it, right? Yeah. And then when I met you at Wegmans that one day, you recommended it. It's changed my whole philosophy on things, so I thank you for that. All right, so um, now we're going to do some rapid fire. I want to say a word or a sentence, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your head. Uh, Soldier fit. Pride, not ego. Okay. Uh, River Farrar. My world. (laughs) Jennifer Farrar. My other world. Uh, Frederick County, Maryland. A great place to live in. Okay. um, Mixed martial arts. The fight personified. The struggle personified, excuse me. Okay. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, you know, a lot of people can disagree with you on this role model. Okay. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, the girl who just beat her. Um, Holly Holm. Yeah, there you go. Role model. All right. Hmm, okay, one more one more to get us out of here. Um, oh, Jamal Rashad. Uh, a young guy. I can't do one word on it. Um, you know, what I've liked about you and part of the reason why I'm having the conversation with you is because you're a young guy that's doing the things right. And that is, you know, I don't want to say you're talking to people that have more than you because that's that's not the right term, but you're talking to people who are maybe in your own eyes, I think, further along the path than you are. And you're also talking to people who you probably feel are in the same place on the path as you are. And the truth of the matter is uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson said that every man that I meet is my superior in some way, and that way I can learn from him. So just having the courage to have conversation, that makes you special. Perfect. Thank you, man. Well, that is the first episode ever of the Valor Lives interview series. I thank you guys for tuning in. Throw up some valor. Remember, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You guys have a good day.